Live from the Hive on KALA. We are live from the lower level of Cosgrove Hall at St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa for the next half hour. Coming up, trivia, a club and organization report, a campus crockpot recipe, and more. But first up is Ryan and David with a sports update right here on Live from the Hive. David, first it's going to be you and me. Let's talk sports. Oh yeah, sports. Uh, you know, let's start it off with some women's lacrosse because the women's lacrosse team has started off just blazing hot. Uh, their first game against uh, the University of Wisconsin lacrosse, they take in an easy 20-14 to 14 decision. Uh, and then this past weekend, they have two games back-to-back in a homestand against Culver Stockton and then Concordia and they dominate both teams to stay perfect on the season against Culver Stockton their goalie Maggie Sampson would be perfect on the day allowing zero goals in her time in net en route to the B's 18-3 victory Uh, then they would play again against Concordia the next day and destroy the competition 17-7 the Bees will play again tomorrow versus William Penn University. Off to a great start. Defense is clicking very well. That veteran leadership has been phenomenal. And on offense, they're putting up tons of goals in the crease very easily. Yeah, well, you and I were both at the games this weekend. You went to both. I was only at the game on Saturday. But you could just tell the Bees are they are quick. They're able to move the ball up and down the field. The goalie, like you said, making great saves all over the place. So I expect them to have a good season. And then the men's lacrosse team, they're 2-0. and They're ranked third in the nation. They have a five-game homestand coming up. But they play number 8 William Penn on Wednesday. And that game gets followed up by number 5 Columbia College, then number 6 Concordia University. And then they have Missouri Baptist, who's receiving votes, and Aquinas College, who's receiving votes. So that's five straight games, all at home, but all very, very, very tough games. Yeah, some tough games coming up, but this men's lacrosse team is just phenomenal. The athleticism they display and the physicality from their middies is just uh, unmatched. Really, the goalkeeping is phenomenal, just like with the girls' team, but they really get after it on defense. Uh, I mentioned their physicality. You're going to see a lot of big hits and a lot of... uh, just a lot of very solid play all around. And those five games coming at home, uh, the Bees love to play lacrosse at home. One of the hardest places to play for visiting teams. You got a lot of good fan interaction, a lot of chirping of the refs, which is always fun. Uh, and I expect them to, that's five games, I'd say they have a decent chance to win all five. So now let's move on to baseball action. The baseball team was back for the first time since late February this weekend at Mount Mercy. They only took one of those four games, so that'll move their record to 9-3. and three. On Friday, they lost both games in the doubleheader, first 0-4 to four, and then 2-3. to three. 
And then on Saturday, they lost a third straight game, 2-5, to five, and then they finish out that series with a 3-2 to two win. David, 9-3, and three, but you lose three of the four games. Not exactly what you want if you're the Bees off, or if you're the Bees baseball team. Yeah, not exactly what you want, and it's really the offense that has been struggling. Uh, you saw them early in the season putting up tens of runs in games, having big innings where they're putting up five in an inning, but then they kind of struggled this uh, these past four games, putting up at most three runs in just their only victory. It's a it's tough when you're not scoring runs. They're a very streaky team, and they're going to have to lean on their pitching if this uh, if their bats get cold again. Uh, I know they have good, strong hitters. They just it's about those timely hits, um, hitting with runners in scoring position. But I think they'll be able to turn it around, and I'm really excited for them to get back. Uh, home eventually so we can start calling some of these baseball games. Yeah, and that game that the Bees won, Connor O'Hara got the win, so he'll be 2-0 and on the year. He pitched six innings, gave up three hits, two earned runs, three walks, and six strikeouts. Parker Ruth got the save. That's his first of the season. Hitting-wise, the Bees, they racked up a few, a few really good hits. They had six hits in the win. It looks like the Bees really, I mean, they didn't miss a lot. They struck out five times in the complete game, but they did leave 10 runners on base. Yeah, that's the problem. Like I said, runners in scoring position, you need to have clutch hitting. It's one of the most important things in baseball. It's a complete intangible, uh, just the ability to hit with runners in scoring position. Uh, Not much else to be said there if you're not driving in runners and you're leaving ducks on the pond uh you're not gonna be winning games yeah and so then we turn it to softball action since their last ambrose dome tournament game on february 27th the bees softball team hasn't played a game their next game isn't until march 18th and they're going to be playing the college of saint mary in kissimmee florida so right now they're six and three, but that's a long time to go without a game. Yeah, a long stretch without a game. You need to stay focused. Need to make sure you're uh, really still in that game mindset and ready for this road trip they take over spring break, going into uh, Florida for a just a long home, uh, long away stretch. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, an interesting couple of games there in Florida, and it's I'm very excited to see how they perform. So now we'll turn it over to swimming and diving. They just competed in the NAIA championships. The women's team takes 14th out of 23, and the men's team takes 7th out of 24. So that's not you know the best. I'm sure that both teams were hoping to do better. Track and field, though, Congratulations to Nolan Rudd. He just set a school record at the NAIA Indoor Nationals. Yeah, a a big win for the transfer student. Not a win in the race, but a school record is always a fantastic achievement. Being able to say, I have been the best at this school right now, uh, just 
even though you're not winning a national title, you're the best from this school. And even getting to nationals is a huge accomplishment. In men's volleyball action, the team started out the se- the month hot, going 5-1 and one in March, but then they dropped their last game against number 10 Lords in three. The scores were 20-25, 19-25, and 18-25. So they're 8-11 and 11 on the season. And then wrapping it all up with the wrestling... They didn't have the best of luck at the NAIA championships regarding, or even though, you know, they had Matt Robertson having a great year, they take 48th out of 62 teams. Yeah, a tough break for uh, volleyball and wrestling. Uh, not not how you want to finish the season, but even getting to nationals uh, is a big win for a first-year program. Just starting off a program with a... Uh, trip to nationals is phenomenal uh and i'm excited to see where this uh where this wrestling program can go from here because it's only going up so that's going to do it for david and i on sports up next we are going to pass it off to bailey winfrey with trivia So, Sierra and I have some country-based trivia, so we're going to go international this week. Um, I'll let see. We have two guests on the show, so I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Allison. And I'm Harry Bradley Calhoun Johnson V. All right, I'm going to let Sierra start it off with the first question. Okay, number one. By size, what is the smallest country in the world? I think I know this one. I think it's the Vatican City. That's correct. Oh my god. Okay, it's going off better than both of them started. <laughs> Officially, what is the coldest country in the world? Bradley. Antarctica? That is incorrect. It's country. Go for it. Coldest country. Is it Greenland? No, it starts with an R. Russia. It is Russia. <laughs> hey, but you didn't hit her bell though. It's it, it goes to her after. Um, okay. In total, there are 11 countries that have four letters in their name. How many of these can you name? <laughs> At least two. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> At least two. Iraq and Iran. Okay, okay. That's right. good. Nice. The first modern Olympic Games were held in which country? Greece. That is correct. <laughs> also, um, you're winning a $5 Whitey's gift card if, you know, you win. <laughs> I should have said them beginning. Um, number five, which country has the highest mountain in the world? Oh, God. So where is Mount Everest? In the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> um... With an N. Right by India. Can I answer? <laughs> yes, David. Uh, the answer is Nepal. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The fictional character Dracula originated from Transylvania, which is in which European country? Starts with an R. (laughs) 
Rome. Oh, Romania. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give half a point, yes. half a point to the fifth. <laughs> what African country has the largest population? South Africa. Mm -mm. Incorrect. I'll give options. Yes, okay. Is it um, <laughs> Botswana, Tanzania? Is it Chad or Nigeria? We'll go with the first option. Botswana, no. Huh? No. Nigeria? Mm hmm. Correct. Again, I should get another half point. <laughs> yes, sir. What country is the newest in the world to be recognized by the United Nations? Oh, it's in Africa. Yeah. Bonus points if you can say the year, too. <laughs> the one focus that recently on the just became a country which is the one that just did it <laughs> Sierra will give them multiple choices let's go um okay is it Chad South Sudan is it Nigeria or is it um Togo we'll go with the fourth option Togo yep no <laughs> I would say Botswana no. <laughs> I don't think that was an option. <laughs> Say the options again. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, answer is South Sudan. <laughs> oh. wow. In 2011. Where is Nollywood, the second biggest movie industry in the world in terms of number of films made? Bollywood, India. It's in Africa. <laughs> it's Nollywood with an N. That's a hint. It starts with an N. Nigeria. Mm -hmm. That's oh, correct. Oh, oh. Wow. Yes, okay. That gives me two points out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just for fun, we're going to say you guys are even. Okay? Yeah. This <laughs> okay. Last question. Last question. Which country has a unicorn as its national animal? I want to live there. Oh. It's <laughs> starts with an S in Scotland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you just won a $5 Whitey's gift card. Uh, what's your favorite ice cream from Whitey's? Uh, Mississippi Mud. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so now we're going back to Sierra, and I believe she's talking about clubs. So, once again, we are live from the hive in the basement of Cosgrove. Here you are, Syria. Syria. <laughs> okay. My name is Sierra. Um, I'm going to be talking about the Society of Women Engineers Club, which um, they have meetings every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on the third floor in Hayes, the engineering room. And I actually met up with the members of this club, Maria Olis, Stephanie Quigley and Kylie Diana so shout out to you guys you are amazing I love you guys um, but they empower women and they are encouraging women who are in the engineering field to form like a community and you know empower women because we're amazing and it's during Women's History Month so it's perfect and I encourage everyone to go because it was a great opportunity to connect with individuals who are similar to you and in the engineering field. Uh, who's next? 
Brooke. Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this uh, crockpot recipe will be better than last week's because I did not know. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, very much. Um, I was not here last week. I was in Florida where I was getting a nice sunburn, and I'm looking at my arm right now, and I'm peeling. So um, I feel bad for missing, but it's all good. So this week for the campus crockpot recipe, I have – so. Um, the past couple weeks have been from my awesome farm wife cookbook. Um, this is like kind of similar, but it's more of like a field delivery. So like on the go recipes, which is super awesome, especially for um, college students who are always on the go. Um, so this one is pulled chicken sandwiches. And this is another crock pot recipe. And I'm actually making this for dinner tonight. So um I'll be sure to update everybody or next week on how this is going. So I use for this, I use two um, chicken breasts um, and then you'll do, it says to do provolone cheese slices. I have shredded cheddar, so I'm just going to use shredded cheddar, um, barbecue sauce, barbecue seasoning. And I use, um, I put a little paprika and some garlic powder on it. Um, and then you can serve it on buns if you'd like to, but I'm just probably going to put it on a piece of bread. So Anyways, let's get to the instructions. So I put the chicken breast in um, the crock pot with a cup of water, um, and then I dumped the seasonings on top, and it says to start it. This girl starts it in um, the morning and puts it on low for six to eight hours. I usually put my crock pot on high for four to six hours um, and then set it down at low um, if I'm gone or um, I set it on warm too, if I'm um, kind of in and out of my dorm. Um, so when chicken is fully cooked, um, you're gonna pull apart the chicken. I use two forks to kind of like rake it apart um, to make it kind of like uh, pulled pork style. Um, and this says to grab the buns, cheese, and your sauce. You're gonna mix it all together, um, put a little cheese on top and wrap it in tin foil. Um, with the buns, you throw it in your oven, or you could probably just put it in the microwave for a couple of seconds. Um, it says to put it in the oven for five minutes, um, but I would put it in the microwave for like two minutes. Um, and then you'll, or not with the tin foil, obviously, because you're going to blow up your microwave, but um, then you'll have it ready to eat. So that's, that's our recipe for this week. Uh, so that's everyone's segments, correct? Yeah, so we have a little bit of extra time here, so I'd like to ask everyone just a little uh, question about campus. Uh, what is your favorite place to go on campus? Just to either relax, work on homework, whatever. What What is that favorite place for you? My personal favorite is either Galvin or the Beehive. Um, I love Galvin because um, I'm always there, so um, Galvin's pretty great. But I also love the Beehive because I'm an avid coffee drinker, and um, the the ability to grab a cup of coffee and then go study and talk with friends is really beneficial. Um, I would probably say second floor library, like in the corner, like way back in the back. Um, because I'm someone who struggles focusing, so the little like desks with the nooks is very nice. Yeah, I would go either Galvin because, like Brooke kind of said, we work there, or Lee Loman, just because that's where David, you and I work, where Logan is a bunch just calling sports games, and it just kind of eases me when we're calling the sports games. So, uh, 
yeah, Lee Loman's always a good one for me. My favorite place to de-stress on campus is my dorm. If you guys want to come, <laughs> it's in Cosgrove. It is definitely my favorite place. <laughs> um, I do like it a lot because it's so beautiful and it's perfect for the daytime. Well, I'm being honest, um, I don't really leave my apartment much unless I'm in class. But if I am going somewhere, chances are you'll find me up at KALA um, in Galvin because that's where we obviously work and that's where I get to hang out with Brooke and Ryan and Sierra and all the other scholar bees. So I'll pass it back to David and we'll close out the show. Yeah, uh, so my personal favorite place to be is, I have either one or two, they're both in Galvin. Uh, like you guys said, I really enjoy being up at KALA. Um, it's very quiet for the most part. Uh, being able to hang out with friends and just, you know, kind of relax, talk, uh, get some work done when we need to. And then I really like the basement of Galvin in TV. Um especially like later in the day, like six o'clock, everyone's gone. It's all quiet. There's the like the hum of the machines and the servers and whatnot. And it's very peaceful. It's a little spooky sometimes, definitely haunted, but uh, it's, it's quiet and peaceful. And I, it's one of the reasons I love this campus. All right. Well, thanks for ending us out here, David. Um, I just wanted to add a couple, a few uh, shameless plugs here at the end. Um, Just a reminder um, for some of the events that KLA is going to be at here coming up. um, For March, we have the the third Sunday Jazz on March 20th. Um, It's at the River Music Experience in the Redstone Room. So that's on the second floor of downtown Davenport. Um, It's at 4 p.m. Um, or excuse me, 5 p.m. And we'll be there with stickers, candy, um, handouts, and you'll be able to come meet a couple of our Scholar Bees. So um, be sure to come check that out. Um, as for April, we have the Committed Student Day, which is uh, for incoming freshmen. That'll be on April 11th. Um, we'll be there all day playing music, um, handing out stickers, doing all kinds of different things. So be sure to stop by and see us there. We'll have lots of fun things to do and come say hello. Um, We have another third Sunday jazz, which is on April 17th. That is uh, Easter Sunday, um, but it'll still be going on at 5 p.m. And then we have IBNA for some of our awesome scholar bees. So be sure to cheer them on. Uh, Watch a little bit more of that um, on our social media, which is um, at Instagram. We're at KALA.FM. And then on Facebook, we're KALA Radio. You can also find more information on our scholarship program on our social media. So um, we have three different uh, sections for scholarships. Um, Sierra Bailey and I are marketing communications. We have production and promotions. And then we have some on-air folks, um, which is super fun for everybody. Um, For more information on that, please see our social media. And if you have any questions... Um, feel free to DM us on Facebook or Instagram. We're happy to answer any questions that you might have on that. Awesome. All right. So I guess it's time to wrap it up a little bit. This has been the fourth episode now of Live from the Hive, brought to you by KALA-FM and the St. Ambrose Department of Communication and Digital Media. 
Like I said, be sure to follow us on Instagram at KALA.FM and on Facebook at KALA Radio to see more on events, giveaways, and station appearances brought to you by KALA. Catch us next week on 88.5 FM at 2.30 p.m. for more sports, campus information, and much more. Thank you for listening and for your continued support. Student segments are written by Bailey Winfrey, Ryan Schistel, David Meyer, Sierra Mari, and Brooke Hass. And special thanks to each of our guests that came on the show today. And our production is by the awesome David Baker. Thank you.